Support for this episode of Inside the Natural State is provided by Argenta Nutrition. Located in North Little Rock, this locally owned spot is continuing to help you stay healthy even during quarantine. Now offering curbside service as well as deliveries in the North Little Rock and surrounding areas. Looking for a customized meal plan? They got that too. They've even got customized virtual workouts to help you burn off all that pent-up energy you have from social distancing on your couch. Give Alicia a call at 501-508-9991 or follow them on Facebook by searching Argenta Nutrition. everybody welcome to inside the natural state i'm pushing the wrong buttons over here having all kinds of fun andy's having lots of fun if you're watching us on youtube live right now um this is good stuff it should be interesting we'll see how this goes i gotta move the camera i got too much andy not enough me now yeah. i got too much me not enough andy well, i'm a little too big okay. for the camera well it just doesn't work hard need an extra wide lens. <clears throat> we just need a better camera thanks a lot china yeah right so how's it going man Oh, it's going. Busy, busy week, surprisingly. That's that's a good thing, though. Busy weeks are good things. Ain't a bad thing. Yeah. So I've been playing with the studio. As you can tell, I've moved a whole bunch of stuff around. So not real sure exactly how this looks on on YouTube right now, but... uh, since we've got our new show and everything else going on, kind of playing around with how this is going. So it looks like, maybe that's me watching, I don't know. Uh Uh-oh, that's way over there on the other screen. So let's move this back over here. No, we're not moving that over here. I can't see. All right. Anyway, man, so busy week. Yeah? You, yeah, just a little bit. You're still COVID-19 free, right? Uh, as far as I know. No, no I haven't ch- had a swab stuck through the back of my throat yet. So. No China virus for you right now? No China. Spray everybody good. with Lysol. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I guess we've been avoiding it. I've been playing the stay-at-home game for what seems like forever now. I'm, you done turned into a teacher. Dude, I'm losing my ever-loving mind right now. I'm so tired of being at home. PE class looks like it's going pretty well for you, though. Yeah, not for me, personally. As you can tell, I think I've gained all the... Uh, I'm, I'm gaining plenty of quarantine weight over here. I've so. gained plenty before. This is really doesn't help anyone. <laughs> this isn't helping me at all. I go to the grocery store the other day and spent like 400 bucks so we could have food for like most of the month. And I think I've eaten most of the <laughs> snacks and all the crap that I bought. I was like, that was stupid. Yeah. So I bought egg rolls and all kinds of stuff. I eat like five egg rolls for one lunch. It's I've yet bad. to kill neighborhood wildlife to eat, so I think we're doing okay. <laughs> That's good. So. We haven't gotten that far yet. No. Oh man, it's it's been it's been rough to be honest. I'm I'm no, about it, it has for me. You you've been working. So no. I'll I'll trade you. You come sit here with this seven and three year old. I won't have a problem. I have zip ties and oh, duct tape. Oh man, it only works for so long. No, it stays there for a <laughs> while. I have plenty. It only works for so long. Yeah. But yeah, let me get this back over here. I don't know. Look, see, we have one person watching on YouTube. Hey, look, I think it's probably me. It is probably you. It was probably me even when I had it pulled up. Steve. So hey, make us feel better. At least we have one. Hi. So if you know who we are, right? Yeah. If if there's really somebody out there, give us a comment. It'll come up over there. So it's weird though because my camera's over there, but I keep wanting to look over here at our screen, the TV screen we have set up, so we can actually see what's going on. Be like. 
look here, you moron. I look at the TV and it's not looking at me. And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) So again, if you're listening to this on podcast form on your favorite podcast app, number one, subscribe, like, and share, and leave us a comment so we know what you think about about this podcast and if we should continue doing it or if you hate it or if you hate us and we should do it because of that. I don't know, whatever. I don't Uh, like seeing myself. I know. <laughs> and yet, block me out. And yet you're going to do a live show on Friday with Zach. But I don't have to see me. Y'all have to see me. Well, but it's going to show a lot more of you. Because their setup, their setup is like from like waist up. Ours is. I'm doing it naked. I try. I try to hide our our, our fatness as much as yeah, I can here. There's no hiding this. No, well, that's all good. I swear, I heard more music come up. I heard a kid. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. I, I heard a child holler. <laughs> that. Oh, well, that's my children. They yell and holler. <laughs> so it's been an interesting week in terms of some of the stuff that's come out. Um, but one thing that I wanted to bring up as we get kind of rocking and rolling here. So the question was posed in our group chat the other day by Kevin as far as Muscleman's roster management and what he's what he's building and how he continues to kind of change the roster up and and if you're watching, I'm sitting here trying to pull that all up. But um, basically, it's like he wants to change like every single season. Yeah. So basically, the question or what's kind of been brought up was, um, you know, Musselman seems to go year by year and assembles a new team, kind of in an NBA esque way. Him here for a few more years before we really nail that down, because I mean, who paid attention? Who paid attention to him at Nevada? That was an Arkansas fan before. I did. Well, I mean, because I bet than, on Nevada a lot because they were other easy than wins. just watching a couple games and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, I get it because I mean, you kind of brought me into it as well. But with that being said, you know, I mean, really didn't pay attention to Nevada's recruiting or how they laid out their roster or how that was done. I haven't, at least. I don't know if you have. Well, I did. I went back because I got into a conversation with somebody on social media over the weekend that was talking about this and and how he sets his teams up. And one thing to keep in mind. So a lot of what spurred this, if you haven't seen it, was a lot of the comments. So I think it's Josh Teeter or something like that on Twitter yeah. shared some stuff out um, about Justice Hill, who, you know, is, was from Little Rock, but Christian um, and ended up, uh, he was, you know, came to Arkansas early, um, was, you know, was tatted. at Fayetteville to live there, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I, I don't, so I don't want to get too, I feel f- pretty good on the sources that have told me that story that we talked about before, but I don't know how much of it I want to get into. Um, but I mean, it was a weird situation. He got up there, everything that went down after Mike, you know, after Mike got fired, he hadn't been up there very long, but he never, he never made an impact when he got there. He was never, you know, he never played. And then he transferred to the Juco out in Utah. Utah that's right. Um, and has since now transferred to Murray State. So I think there's a kid named Isaac McBride that might have played at Arkansas had we not had Justice Hill. Yeah, potentially. I think I would have taken Isaac McBride over him. Yeah. And of course, when you walk into a kid's house and you say, how's it going, Isaiah? Yeah. Um, chances are you're not going to get that kid. So I want to come play for you, coach. Yeah, if you don't if, if you don't get the guy's name right, I don't think you're you're, you're winning yourself any, any recruiting yeah. battles there. Oh, so we're doing that. Sorry, I had a burp. It was a burp. I wouldn't even cough on you. Uh, but so when you look back at the Nevada situation, he came into what wasn't really a great team. I swear I keep hearing something in the background and it's bothering the crap out of me right now. I think you're like, right, boop. <laughs> um, but uh, 
But anyway, so when you look back at the Nevada situation, he was – Musselman's always been highly active in the transfer portal, and he's not he, – he doesn't really – there's no – it's not a big secret that he's highly active in the transfer portal. Everyone's known that that's, you know, that's what they want. Um, you know, he, he, he likes to have kind of a solid um, – you know, veteran presence on his teams. Yeah. And so that's why he likes to bring in a grad transfer. The other piece of it, and I thought this was interesting, and I'll have this up on the screen if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, but this was a tweet from Kevin Sweeney at College Basketball Central. Um, something that it's that had been that had been said interesting said interesting transfer related nugget from talking to college coaches. Guys not having to sit out is actually making them less attractive options to a large number of coaches. And in other words, what that means is if a guy if a guy has to sit and um, and if if he doesn't if if or if a guy doesn't have to sit if he's immediately eligible, <clears throat> oh don't drop the mic, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> that so a lot of times these guys the coaches aren't looking at them as heavily because as as must put it and I remember him saying this in a press conference earlier this year basically he said that having more than ten guys eligible will always leave three to four guys unhappy after every game. So what he's saying is if you have your full allotment of 13, you have 15, 15 roster spots. So if you've got 14 guys on roster, 13 guys on roster, and a couple of walk-ons, now or you've got 15 guys on. I, think uh, I looked at Auburn's roster earlier this year when we played them. I want to say they had 17 or 19 kids. Yeah, I mean when you on count walk-ons, yeah. right? And so the the point would be is he wants guys that are sitting, but they're still working with the team. These are guys that know they're not going to play, like a Vanover or Note or someone like that this year. Right, and, and that's what he wants is guys like that on the lineup and, and on the roster. They're ready to go. Yeah. And so, and you don't have to worry about the unhappiness of, well, I didn't get any play in time because they know their role. They know that they're there to learn. They're there to help. And then their time is coming the following year. So, but if you look back at the history of Musselman and, and his roster management, he always seems to want to have a couple of upperclassmen that he can use um, as, as, uh, as, as those leaders, as those, as that veteran presence out there. And so, um, when you look at the at the class that's coming in and you look at what's happening, well, I'm sorry, go back and look at the Nevada situation. He brought in, I think it was four freshmen, four or five freshmen in his first class. Um, now, most of those guys didn't make a huge impact because he brought in the two twins from NC State. Their name escapes me, but they both were from Oak Hill. Um, and yeah, I remember who you're talking about. I just can't remember names. Caleb and something. But um, So when you look at the way that that roster was made up, and those guys came for two years, I believe, and and both of and so he brought those guys in. So you look at the makeup of this year's team, and I'm let me pull that up real quick. I should have had that ready. Um, but you look at the you look at the makeup of next year's team when you start looking at the number of underclassmen. You start thinking, okay, Isaiah Joe's going to be junior. a junior. Desi Seals is going to be junior. a junior. So you've got a couple of guys that have they taken on an overall leadership role so far. Not, I don't think so. Not that you've seen from him. I mean, Joe really slipped this year. Desi now, now Desi late in the year started to seem to pull. pull. Yeah, he had a pretty pretty good little hot streak there. But the thing about Desi is we all pray that Mason comes back. Still. Yeah, that's I not going to happen. Um, but yeah, so oh look at there, we're getting some help there. Caleb and Cody Martin. There you go. Appreciate it. You, thank you, sir. Thank you, Caleb. We we could have used those comments on the. Uh, we could have used those comments on the on the comment section. So hey, look, we do have two people watching. It's just Appreciate me and you. me and, and, Caleb. You and Caleb. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, not even watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't be. And so when you look at the way this roster makes up, it's not surprising that that Musselman is going after a couple of you know 
a couple of guys that are older that could come in and, and be kind of kind of leaders on this team right now. I mean, you got Vance Jackson coming in, right? So, and that's going to be a senior leader so that's going to come gonna in. Have, well, who do you think other than that you have that's going to be in? Well, and I and I should have probably pulled some of this up. You've got a lot of names out there that are still being floated around for Arkansas. I know they're looking the kid from uh, the seven three guy. Still, oh, no, it's a different one this time. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can tolerate having two men that are seven foot three <laughs> on the basketball team. I have to see if I have this in here, but. Um, uh, anyway, I'll have to find it later. But they so they're on another seven three guy, and and they've been on a couple of guards. I find it hard to believe that they'd bring. Caleb, in can you guards. find those? Yeah, there you go. Caleb, do our research for us. Um, but so when you look at the way he wants to build this roster long term, I don't think it's a big surprise, you know, that he's that he's doing what he's doing right now. You look at these numbers here, and you start looking at the the commits. So Arkansas is bringing in uh, the Four. number at this point the number seven class. Uh, four four stars. When you drill down into that, we know who those guys are. You got Devo, you got Moses Moody, you got Jalen Williams, and, and you got KK Robinson. Robinson. Now, part of what Justice Hill had to say this week, whenever he was making his comments, was that he believes that you know one of these guys is either is either is not going to end up signing with Arkansas, and that we'll see transfers after this year. So the tr- the, the transfers after this year is not a surprise. I mean, you have eight hundred some odd transfers every year. Um, and, and, we're, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this here in a minute, too. The NCAA is looking at voting on and putting into place immediately the one-time transfer rule where you can transfer immediately. And, oh, let's see. What you got over here, Caleb? <laughs> it's stuck. I can't uh, move the comment box. Anyway. It won't come up on your screen. <laughs> oh, it won't come up what on my screen. Said? Oh. Purdue. Yeah, let's just add it to the screen. It says Purdue. Yeah, Purdue, there you go. And so, uh, yeah, playing with all this. Hey, see, look, Caleb says Purdue. Purdue. So, when, but when you look at the actual, uh, when you look at these actual, so the, 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 the top ten currently. Wait a minute. That kid from Purdue, the, the big white kid that played yeah. as a sophomore, is talking about transferring? I don't think he's a sophomore. No, no. he'd be a junior or senior. He's, he's a grad transfer senior. He'll, be, well, he'll he, have a media. Because, media uh, he was a sophomore last year's tournament. It'll be, he had like a. Like a funny hair yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. That guy? Yep. I'm in. <laughs> I hated him when he was playing. I was like, because I wanted him to lose. Right. And I was like, get out of the way. He's like, like it starts with an H, I think is his last name. Yeah, that's right. Helms or Helm yeah, or something Matt, like that. Matt Helms, maybe. That's it. Yep. You are right. Okay. On it. So um, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. He's a bigger bodied kid, too. Right. So Arkansas's on that, too. And so when you start looking at the, the, the fact that these guys, they always, I mean, transfers is nothing new at this point. I mean, it's just what these guys do. Um, you know, I'm. Can you blame them? No, I mean, you know, we talked about this last week on the Sports Junkies on the new, on our new show on Natural State Sports, which is pretty good, might I add. Hey, appreciate that. We, it's it's like a lot it. of fun. We'll have you on at some point as well. So, yay! Uh, it's it's a fun. It is a fun show. Um, but we talked about that a little bit last week, and 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 had and uh, what the transfer looks like. Oh, Willie! Yeah, there you go. We'll throw Will's Willie Watkins. Um, but. So we, we talked about what that transfer market looks like and what these guys are doing and why they're why they're transferring like yeah, they are. Right. 
And, and I mean, it's all about opportunity. It's all about current situation, you know, that you're in roster management and you have guys where Muss is really, really good about building this program, building these rosters to fit what he needs each, each year. It's not so much about a system. It's about building the program around what he thinks he needs and what fits his program. When he came into Arkansas this year, he, he had didn't a, have a lot to work with. No. And, and, and you not saw that this year with a, with a six or seven man rotation. Whereas I think you're going to see this starting next year to be more of a nine or 10 man. Rotation. They had nine or ten. There, there were several losses that were on that where it would just change. Of course, oh yeah. My opinion: if Isaiah Joe didn't go down, you you don't lose four, maybe five of those games that they lost that were close. Right. You just, yeah. They're not even close. Right. I was there's, close. There's, there it is. It's Helms. Helms. Arms. Uh, he'd be harming some folks inside for Arkansas. I don't know how you would operate with that. You have a seven three inside and a seven three outside. It's like which one of you can dunk the ball easier? Could you imagine like what if they threw Jalen in there with that whole setup too? So <laughs> the tallest team in college basketball at that point. It's stupid athletic out I mean, of all three of them too. Moody's six nine six six. You have Joe at six five. Right. And then six nine, six ten, Jalen Williams with two seven foot three tall. Oh now it moves. Two seven threes. Yeah. That's It'd ridiculous. be ridiculous. I'd be all about it. Rebound what? <laughs> yeah. So you posed the question before we got started, but going back on what Justice Hill had to say about somebody not, not signing, who do you think would be that one guy that may not sign? If I had to lose one, honestly, I mean, not to put somebody out on front street, but, I mean, if I lost one, I mean, I'd be okay with losing KK of the group. I think uh, Jalen, being that he can shoot the ball from the in- outside as well as the 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", presence, however tall the kid ends up being by the time he's there, you know, that's, that's you know, you can't replace size. It's just like they say speed kills, you know. You can't coach speed. Yeah. You know, you, same thing with size for the most part. Well, you can't coach size. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, outside of girth where you can add some weight to somebody, but size Taco from fall. Yeah, height-wise, you can't. I mean, you can't coach it. You're either tall or you're not. Will, Will said, uh, man, that would be elite eight type length and skill when talking about having those that many yeah. that many guys that big. And I agree. So, to me, KK seems to be the guy that – I think Devo has more of a defensive presence yeah. as well as he's longer than what KK would be. So, I mean, I, I prefer to have a guard who's 6'4", you know, as opposed to one that's 6'1". We've already got Desi Seals. He's 6'1", mm-hmm. six foot tall maybe, but he's built like a bowling ball too. Right. I don't think – KK's what, 160 pounds? Something like that. He's got to put some weight on it. They'll put some weight on him when he gets here. And but. Moody's just Moody. He's a one and done, yeah. in my opinion, too. Yeah, so more than likely. I, th- I think we see him one to two years maybe, and he's gone. So, I mean, if I was going to have to kick one out or delete one, you know, it'd be K.K. Robinson. Yeah. I, and, I, and, and, again, now let's, let's make Nothing sure. against him. I want yeah. all four. Let, let's be real. The question is just if one of those guys – if. If we're if we're believing what Justice Hill has to say right now, which it really just sounds like a lot of salt, a whole lot of salt. I wish I had a salt shaker. Yeah, he might be a bit salty. <laughs> There's a lot of salt there. So wasn't good enough to play for us. He must have some of those. Uh, what are those stickers on everybody's salt life? <laughs> He's got two. Of <laughs> He's them. got yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so I mean, yes, I would like agree. Murray State and all, but I mean, come yeah. on. When, when you look at the situation with with who you would want and potentially, or not really who would want to leave, but who would be the most likely? I mean, to me, it would be KK. But we the question then is, what's going to change? In today's current climate, with all the craziness, craziness with this COVID nineteen crap, 
It, what's going to change? They're not Between playing. The actual signing yeah. day, which starts the middle of this week, might we add. Yeah, they they missed the second half, basically the end of the, the championship level of their season. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean. Your last last chance to sign shine was that. Yeah. I mean. I, the all-star games are all gone because yeah. of this. Well, I know that, like I said, you know, my neighbor, uh, Jalen, when he came home, he plays with KK, obviously, out at Oak Hill. When he came home, they were only supposed to be they were supposed to be home for a month for their spring break. They Their class schedules are different, so they get a full month for spring break, and then they were going to go back and return and, and continue play, and then, of course, summer ball. So, you There's know, no it, summer ball right now, period. No, there will not be. So when you look at it, the NCAA has extended the, the time frame to sign to August 1st. I still don't think that changes anything. So it starts April 15th for basketball. It runs through August 1st. But I don't see how that changes anything. I don't see how a guy... these kids on campus as soon as possible. Well, that, but also I just don't see any any way that KK finds another... Yeah, finds another option between now and then. Devo's already signed, so we don't have to worry about that. And when you break it down as to who you want in there and you don't want in there, when you start thinking about Jalen Williams, obviously you can't miss there just because of the need size-wise, no matter if you get a guy like Matt Harms. you got to have you got to have him. Yeah. And then, of course, Moses Moody is a guy threat. you can't lose. You can't lose that one, that's for sure. So, I mean, you don't want to lose any of them. repeat what you're saying, but you're stealing the words before I say <laughs> them. Thank you. Well, you don't want to lose any of them, but I guess KK would be the most likely. So That I, kid's good on both sides of the ball, too, though. So, like I said... If I could have all four, that I want to be greedy. I want all four of them. Heck, like I said, I'd still like to have Chris Moore that committed to Auburn. I think if we could have had all five of those guys, I one and Auburn would have had, wouldn't have been right behind us. They'd have been a couple spots down because <laughs> we would have been a couple spots up as well. Yeah, without a doubt. So, screw you, Bruce Pearl. Yeah, well, he had a little longer to recruit on that deal. Probably so. So, um, but and so, wish, like I said, we don't wish any of these guys any, you know anything bad we want all of them to succeed with everything we say these things but yeah without a doubt even justice hill i want to see the kid do well for himself but yeah just stop being so salty if you're gonna get out there and you know put your name out there for what you're saying then well expect to catch some uh salt back thrown at you (laughs) it's gonna come it's gonna happen there's no doubt about it so i mean back to the point and, and finishing up on that point i mean I don't see Musselman being a guy that's going to retool his roster every year. I think once he gets into a rhythm here, there's so much talent coming out of the state. You and I were talking about Darian Ford coming out. Yeah. Uh, some of these other guys that are coming out of the state over the next couple of years, there's a, a pretty ton good of talent. talent pool coming coming out over the next few. Yeah. So, so with, like I said, I think it's going to take a little longer to kind of catch a like a, I guess you could say, kind of a, a must way of doing things. I mean, we really had. Excuse me. Literally had him for like a year total now, maybe yeah. a little over a year, and that's it. So, yeah, and oh, look, we got three people watching now. I don't know who the third finish. one is. Why does it say finish? It's uh, to click that to finish. Oh, you don't want me to click it yet. We just we'd go bye bye. We'd still be. It's a good. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. It's a good thing I hit this red record button over here. You forgot to start. <laughs> well, I did forget to start, but that's okay. That's just the YouTube side. But literally. This is just me trying to learn all this new software that I that I'm that I'm messing with and having everything moved around. But the funny thing is, is so I'm doing the sports junkies the other night, and I'm about halfway through it, and out of the corner of my eye, that's blue, and I'm like, that's not supposed to be blue. That should be red. I'd left the memory card in the computer, and thankfully everything just records straight to the computer. <laughs> but Will had to pull all that. that not the sports junkies. It was uh, around the diamond with. Uh, um, no. Yeah, while we had Bubba Carpenter on. so you idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, you by the way, if, if you missed that, um, hey, don't worry about our squirrels. You take, don't, just, just hush. We Look, have plenty of squirrels. I've, There's not enough to talk about. I've got to deal with a squirrel on Friday, okay? 
Uh, the perfect opportunity to plug it. Yeah. Friday, live show, Facebook, Inside the Natural State. I will be co-hosting with our good buddy, Zach, for the first time ever. It should Bear be interesting. Because I don't think this poker face will be that great, but I'm going to have to learn. So <laughs> if I push him off his stool, you'll know why. So just make sure that you subscribe, that you like the Natural State Sports page, and then you subscribe for live notifications so you don't miss that. Uh, a couple other things I wanted it's to... It's going to be a fiasco. Yeah, it should be interesting. A um, couple of other Care things... for that, a bit? I don't know that I want to mess with that one or not. Who um, has more followers? Oh, or views this week? Should be. Hey. <laughs> Pays for horses. That's, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Trying to find this. I, I don't know where all my stuff went. This is great radio. I'm not supposed to be touching my face right now. Don't touch your face. Don't do it. What are you looking for? Well, I was looking for some stuff that I had pulled up earlier, but you can tell how greatly yeah, prepared job, I am at genius. this point. So, anyway, All my stuff's ready. It's right here. I know it. I don't know what I did with mine. So, anyway, back to what I was going to get into. So, the NCAA this week plans to, or the, they plan to, to vote on um, or talk about and vote on the new one-time transfer rule. I, so, so, what is your thoughts on this? Basically, if you're a first-time transfer, you have no restrictions. You don't have to sit out. Don't have no, to no sit out. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a double-edged sword, I mean, truthfully, in my opinion. You know, it's, it's great for the kid that, you know, that wants to go out and play. But at the same time, as I've always thought, you know, with the, any of the transfer rules and stuff, it's kind of a, like, well, you made the decision to go here, but now you're, you're backtracking on what you originally committed to. And so, I mean, you losing a year of eligibility is kind of your, your punishment for, you know, you know, not making the decision the right way, maybe. I mean, right. It's just different ways of looking at it. So, you know, it's good and it's bad. For the kids, obviously, it'll be great. You know, they can jump in there and play, and you're going to see probably more than the usual amount and might see some later ones if they can enter. I don't even know if that's possible. You yeah, know, I'm not... After it being worded up, I don't know if there's a date that you have to be in the portal by. Well, I mean, I'm... Heck, Starkle last year, he entered way late. Right. Well, and he, he came in as I mean, a grand even, transfer. And it wasn't so much that he came in late. He entered and then, but couldn't, he had to finish out the semester before yeah. he could transfer. So. Okay, that's what it was. But this would, I mean, this would also apply to a, a, a freshman that didn't like what he was, his playing time at Arkansas and now or can transfer. Change. Yeah. Or, I mean, anything at this point. I, I like that. As far as a coaching change thing, I mean, you know, you go, you go to a certain school regardless of the sport and the coach gets changed, I mean, you might not necessarily want to be there with that. You could have had a great relationship with that coach. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's necessarily right, you know, for you to have to wait, you know, if that's the case. But, you know, that's just how the rules are. Yeah, and that's, to me, that's the frustrating part. You know what I figured out what that sound I was hearing in the background was? Uh, was it? It was YouTube being up in the background. <laughs> Stupid dummy. <laughs> It was only on my phone. That's why I can hear. It's a good thing I disconnected from the Bluetooth over here. So you guys are getting a true behind-the-scenes look at all the screw-ups that we have yeah, going on from weird, time to time. It's a weird pod. But you so, know what? There's no sports, so we can just go along as we want. That's right. So we're just throwing things at the wall to Talk see how they stick. Music. I'm going to go get a guitar here in a few and learn how to play one. No, don't do that. 
good. That's Don't I'm do left-handed. That. Let's not do that. We have a guitar here somewhere. Well, I can't play it. Yeah, I can probably you not. So the other thing that they're going to take up, so they're taking up the one-time transfer half on the story finally. I forgot that I texted it to you. Um, <laughs> so there are currently 746 Division I men's basketball players in the transfer portal. Only 181 of them. Um, or grad transfer. So that means there's 565 players that are in the transfer portal that would that this rule would spe- could potentially specifically impact yeah. if they're one-time transfers. So these are guys that would potentially have to sit out like a, you know, like a J.D. Note, Connor Vanover, in those situations where they would be able to come in, of course, a year too late, and be able to play immediately. What a difference it could have made. I think made we got robbed on that one anyway, but we, I mean, it is what it is. They'll get the uh, the wrath of the big white boy next year. Yeah. So to your point, and this was one of the questions. So if this passes, the vote is going to happen in May, and it will go into effect this year immediately. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about the potential of a huge influx of first time transfers of guys. You might like, see even more hit it by that point. The bad thing is, is you got so many of them that are going to be dropped out or already picked up. But and well, I mean, I might not have a roster spot for you. But, yeah. You know, if you wait, you know. Might be good for the team if that's the case. Possibly. Again, it's we're pretty bad team. It's such a weird time right now that who who knows what's gonna happen with the way that's gonna work out. Um, because again, you can't visit. Now things may lax over the next couple of months to where we can start visiting in, but we don't really know that either. So who knows? That that to me, so my opinion on that is I'm not crazy about it. You know, I like I like the idea in certain circumstances, but the problem is, is the NCAA can't ever seem to figure out how to get out of their own dad gum way, nope. and and just come up with a with a just a set set of rules. So, you know, if if a guy just didn't like how much playing time he's getting, I don't know that that play guy harder, practice harder. Yeah, I don't know that that guy should just be able to dip and go play wherever he wants. And, and, and so I don't like it from that aspect. I do like it like if there's a coaching change and, and there's no ambiguity to it. You either – so like the Connor Vanover situation, if he transfers in his in that situation, they had a coaching change, which I know it was technically after, but they had a coaching change. He had a sick, uh, sick relative that, that he was coming to be closer to. He had all the reasons to be able to, to be approved for it, and in those circumstances I think they should. The problem is the NCAA doesn't have any – any solid set of rules that says no, this don't. is what you can and can't. So now they're just going to make it open to anybody. So anybody that's that's eligible to to be able to uh, to transfer, you know, you're if you've never tried to transfer before, you can go wherever you want. So I'm I'm torn on this rule. I like it to a point because it does give kids an opportunity where maybe they get to somewhere. You know, I mean, use Justice Hill as an example. You know, you get somewhere you where first. <laughs> you get somewhere where you think you're going to have a great opportunity. You wind up. Eh, maybe not. Maybe a guy that is a little better than you. And think about this. Mason Jones is a is a guy that, you know, he comes in here and nobody really expected what we got out of Mason this year. So what if you're a guy that's that's sitting behind Mason and you see what Mason comes in here and does, but he's going to be here another year. So and, and we know Mason's leaving, but he's going to be here another year. Now you were recruited to come take his position, but he stays a year. Now you have an opportunity to go somewhere else. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent against that uh, that aspect of the rule. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I'm good with it to an extent. I just think that it could become college college athletics free agency to to an extent. I mean, you're talking about figure out who wants to pay the most for the kid to come play. Yeah, and and then when you think about it, the second part of what they're going to take into uh, when they do this, when they when they have these meetings, is going to be the pay to play rule. So I don't know. Yeah. So. I'm not on that. Now it will be the the model 
is is more of a pay for your you, you can get paid for your likeness i believe is the direction that they're going to go with it uh, well so i know you say we might see ncaa 2021 <sighs> yeah football. we need we should have it's it, it is open to be able to happen now if it happens i'm buying a ps4 or ps5 or whatever <laughs> whatever's out just to have that game it, that's it, the only game i'll buy that so maybe call of duty so if EA Sports is smart, because you know that's who's going to do it. Oh, if course. EA Sports Sports is smart about it, they they will team up with with Xbox, with Microsoft, and with PlayStation, and and use the release of that with the game, because you know how many people are going to buy that game. Oh yeah. So when that game comes out, if you if you include that at the same the time biggest, as those new systems coming out, video game sale, dude, it'd be ever. nuts. Yeah, it'd it'd be nuts. So so there. So I haven't bought like. I seriously have not bought a video game since that. Yeah, I haven't like, either. I don't need it. No. I'm good. I haven't either. I'll play on my phone. So they expect to be able to hold a vote in January 2021 on that legislation. They're gonna they're trying to put all of the different pathways into place to make that work. NAI has already passed kind of a, a rule for this to where NAI players can mm-hmm. be paid for their likeness. I think it's interesting. I think it's going to create some unique problems for the NCAA. Oh, it's going to to be a whole new host of problems. Yeah, well, I mean, again, now you go from having... How do you pay them? What do you pay them? Yeah, well, and it's going to be up to... It's going. Well, it's not the NCAA because this is a pay for your likeness. So, in other words, if I want to go down to, to, you know... Uh, Big Jake's tires and say, "Hey, I want to be your your cover athlete and 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 talk about <laughs> tires and stuff for you." And and so, advertising. Yeah, so it's advertising, but that's what they're going to be allowed to do now, and that's how they're going to be able to make money off their likeness. And so, at the end of the day, it's going to be who's going to be the the um, you know who's going to be able to get the most. Obviously, your quarterbacks, your running backs, your skill players, uh, yeah. the, the poor linemen. Hopefully, they can get some buffet deals or something. Yes. So. <laughs> But so it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing kind of plays itself out. Eat with the whole hogs online. That would be fantastic. You Uh, come on over here to the catfish hole. (laughs) Get you some of this buffet, these hog bodies. Oh man, that would be fantastic. Oh well, I think that should just about do it for segment one. We're trying to break this out. No. Yeah. Adios. So hang out, bear with us a little bit. We are playing with some different things. We're using this time of no sports to kind of play with learn. our formats. And you're gonna learn today. Yeah. So this may be a little choppy. This may be a little messed up. It might be fun to watch I on know, YouTube. Maybe I don't know. about but. it. I'm watching myself on a screen, <laughs> looking dumb as hell. Which is throwing you off completely every time. Yep. I know that's what's throwing me off. I'm like I got so many different things to do. There's too many things to do with my hands. Right. I know. I'm trying to keep mine down here. Don't worry. I'm not playing with myself. I promise. But I'm also. So, but I'm also not going to be up here like Zach going, like I'm landing an airplane or something. <laughs> oh, if you guys aren't watching the YouTube channel, My you probably yashi. should. My oh, man. All right. When we get back, we will hit a little bit of NFL draft and some other randomness. Who knows what we're going to talk about when we come back. Flip a coin. That's right. We'll be back. Two and two. is provided by Big Jake's Tires located in Benton, Arkansas. They're your go-to source for all things automotive. We specialize in such services as oil changes, flat repairs, new and used tires, alignment, suspension work, as well as full engine and transmission replacement. We also carry a full line of aftermarket accessories, including custom wheels and tires, lift kits, step rails, 
bumpers, winches, and remote start systems. On a business with a fleet of eagles, we got you covered there too. Starting this week, we have a food drive to benefit Saline County students. Bring in three non-perishable items and you will receive an oil change with a free brake inspection and tire rotation for $19.99. Some restrictions do apply. Stop in or give us a call today at 501-316-4212. Let's turn that on. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is this is um, this is yeah, a lot of comedy going on over here. Speeding with the brakes on. I'm telling you, hey. I, so Will was. I told wow. Will and I were talking about this the other night after the sports junkie show, and I was like, he's like, yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. These are, is it? I'm like, well, the problem is I only have two, so many hands. You need four. So I'm like, I like trying to click things all over the place. So I'm still working on trying to figure out how to get all that worked out. I don't know what Will said over here. What was his? Uh, Let's see. Oh, he didn't like the way we ended that segment, I guess. Oh, well, get over yourself. Get a donut. Okay. Then come here, and you can run the boards while we just talk. How about that, Will? You want to do that? We got a nice big comfy chair for you. That's right. Right over there on the other side of that computer. But you never come here anymore, and now you blame COVID-19. I don't don't think that's the problem. See what you do when you want tires. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Jeez. I'm afraid of what this picture is. I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to do it. Oh, man, well, we're back. Want, you want, might want to proofread that picture before you I'm, open I'm it. not going to even open it. Am I going to mess with it? Is it, on the, it is. is it on the pot? Hmm? Is it on the page? No. I don't know. Okay, so. Oh, so I don't have it. Yeah. I see how it is. No, I don't know. I don't remember what that was. What was that? Oh, boy. What's Will got to say now? Let's see. Uh-huh. The playing with. Oh, oh. Mm. Well, you'll be all right. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. I'm the problem. I see how it is. It's all good, Will. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with this later. Yeah. We'll deal with this later. So, some interesting NFL stuff came out. I mean, trust me, dude. We're digging. We're stretching, trying to find stuff. Um, I think there's a certain thing in Florida that we need to address first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, which one? You want to talk about? Tampa Brady. Tom, Tampa Brady? No. Tampa, Tampa Bay? <laughs> Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Brady? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so Tom Brady has... <laughs> Tom Brady is basically. Those uh, are my words. You can't have them. <laughs> Come on, man. So yeah, I mean, he's filed for copyrights or whatever for both filed of those. For copyright of Giselle. Mm-hmm. Well, he did that a few years ago. So Probably. yeah, but so She's mine. You can't have her either. So I thought that was an interesting little tidbit there. I don't even know where that story went. Let's see if I can find it. Again. No, you can't. Just you want to bet? You want to bet? Shoot you from the bet? hip. You want to bet? Dillweed. Okay, I'm shooting from the hip because I did lose it. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady's like applying for some some stuff to so he could sell more stuff, stuff and be Tom, Tampa Brady or Tampa Bay or man. whatever, whatever it is. So good for Tom Brady. Go make a hundred million this year. I really don't care. So just it'd be nice if you'd share a little bit with us. Sponsorship for this episode of Inside the Natural State. <laughs> Sponsored Tampa by Bay TB12. <laughs> Tampa wear, Brady I, I, and I, I, Tampa Bay. For the right amount of money, I'd wear a Tampa Bay shirt. Yeah, I think I would too. 
I mean, I wore sixteen dollars. I wore an LSU shirt one time just because I told the guy that if he bought a house from me, I'd wear an LSU shirt and at closing, and so I did. Hey, I mean, hey, hurt nothing. You got to do what you got to do. Unfortunately, it there's a or white or it's yellow? purple, and there's a picture of me wearing it. Unfortunately, I have but, one that says LS who. Yeah, I have one that on the front says LSU blows, and on the back it says Les Miles <clears throat> does something else. Oh, wait, we're an explicit podcast now. You can actually say that. I can actually say that just because if I say damn, we got to put an E on it. Oh, there's our first E of the day. Damn it, My Steve. bad. So Todd Gurley got traded to the Rams, uh, not or signed with the Rams, I guess, not traded. Yeah, so, he, was, he, he, got, traded, he got dumped and then signed. We so, don't need you anymore. <laughs> You're damaged goods. So he ends up at Atlanta, and interestingly enough, he comes out. Now, the dude has worn a couple of different numbers in three his career. Three in college, if I remember. Yeah, three in college. Uh, what was he, 20? 30. 30, that's right. 30 with the Rams. Yeah, and so he can't wear three in the NFL because the rule states it has to be between the numbers 20 and 49 for a running back. Yep. So what number does he decide to go with? One and 19 of quarterbacks. Yes. Prime time. So it goes with prime time's number 21. And it's not prime time's number. And what, yeah, well, Desmond Trufant wore it, you know, for seven years, for seven years before he was released by the Falcons. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. But when you look at, uh, you, so when, when Sanders, or he asked if Sanders had objected or was asked if Sanders said anything, he said, well, because it's prime. And if I was prime, I wouldn't want nobody wearing my number either. So basically. Um, There's only a certain amount of numbers out there, but. Right. Yeah. And the Falcons actually don't retire numbers. They do have a ring of honor, but they don't actually, they don't actually get rid of retire numbers. I'll so it sure. can be worn. He Basically, Gurley come out and say, you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm going to wear what my I want to wear. My hair's better than yours. Leave me alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, uh, so I thought that was interesting. I mean, I don't really care what number he wears. He's a Georgia just, kid, so let him have it. Just, just do well. Um, I, don't fake any injury. If I if I take you on my fantasy team, you better actually do something. They set up pretty good. They, they should be good. I mean, as long I as I like the new uniforms too. I think they look pretty cool. I do all too. Black. Everybody else hates yeah. them. I think they're awesome. I think the blocky numbers and everything. They look pretty cool. Yeah, and then, oh, oh, Will, yeah, we him and I got. It. He was like ATL. That's just stupid. I'm like. That's what 99% of the people that live in Atlanta refer to Atlanta as, is the ATL. So you're, you're marketing yep. to your, your, your city. You're marketing to, uh, to where you play. And so it makes sense that you're going to market in a way that they're used to seeing. Yeah, so, if they like it and what it looks like, you're going to sell it. Too. Yeah. Yep. So, so a- yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the NFL. We talked a little bit on the sports junkies. And if you missed that show, I'm going to give a shameless plug. We, 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 that shows every show. Thursday night live. Uh, Justin, uh, our, one of our content writers at natural state sports and He's myself. Got a big head on camera. Does he? Well, we got to work. It's almost on big as yours. Audio. I got a big head. I like my, head. I got a big, like I got a melon. Well, I'm surprised we can get both our heads in the screen, to be honest. Hey, that's Pretty right. Close. Lean the other way. That's right. Hey, look, get my ear. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is this is gold on this is on YouTube. ADD, right? And it's finest. <laughs> but Do you um, want a milkshake later? Uh, hey, ooh, that does sound good. Yeah. Squirrel. So um, going to Sonic. <laughs> Hey, while you're there, see if we can get an advertising deal with them. So, (laughs) want to give us free food? So, I wanted to talk a little bit about the NFL draft, and I swear I have some stuff ready over here. Um, Honestly, I'm not real sure what this is about to pop up on screen. No, that's for later. It's the wrong thing. That's for later. I don't have it here anymore. Oh well. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. We'll get over to our. We'll get over to our NFL draft stuff over y'all. So. Because we don't want to share information that you have to pay for, 
we had to dig a little more to find a little more on the NFL draft or a mock draft. Well, and not so much. I just don't want to dig too much into some of this stuff. No, and it's not worth it. I hate to say not worth it, but it's not worth it. You know, yeah. there's other things out there that we can use for sure. Yeah, and now I can't even find that article. Man, we're doing good. You're terrible. We're doing really, really, really good tonight. Here it is. Man. I got it. I'm not I'm I'm quitting. No, you're not. You'd rather find a co host. Okay. Call, call Wes. You can you can go be with Zach. <laughs> I'm doing that anyway. <laughs> I know. Okay. So this was uh yeah, 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 yeah. This was Todd McShay's post free agency predictions for rounds one and two. This is a this is from March thirtieth, so a little old, a few days old. But not too bad. I scrolled down there pretty far. I think you might be a little bit happy with who your team might pick up. I, I'm, yeah. The, so, the fact uh, that we finally have a first round pick makes me happy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we we, we did one last year too. Yeah, we didn't do bad with that one. So, <laughs> um, so of course they got the Bengals going. Joe Burrow, number one. He's a Bengal for life. What do you think about that? Think he's going to succeed there? <laughs> it's hard to succeed in Cincinnati, but the kids got a big physical size. He's actually got some wheels, too. I don't know if they're NFL wheels, but, you know, uh, I think he's got all the tools to have a good game, for sure. Yeah, I think he'll do well. I, the question is, is what will Cincinnati do to protect him? I mean, they, they've at least got <laughs> well, they get, uh, they've at least got some skill guys when you think. They've still got A.J. Well, they, Green. They didn't even have their first-round pick to, from Alabama last year. Right. Jonah Williams yep. missed the whole season, and yep. that was huge to them. He's got a great running back in the backfield behind him. I think Mixon is probably one of the better backs in the NFL when you can actually pass the ball. I mean, <laughs> you look at what Cincinnati didn't have last year. I mean, you didn't have your big hot rod receiver, A.J. Green. You didn't have your – I believe John Williams a left tackle, too. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't have your first-round pick that would have started that left tackle for you. You know, that's a huge position. You can't just go out there and be like, oh, I'm just going to throw it to the wall and see if it sticks, you know. So the question that be a I, lot better, I think, with a, with a good solid quarterback, it might take him several games. But I mean, what do you expect? But so the question that I have on Burrow though is: Is Burrow really the real deal? I mean, let's I let's look at what it. So he at Ohio State, I he, he, he could flourish his junior year. And see, but he wasn't all that great his junior year. He was, he was good enough to see it. I really thought he was going to have a good year this yeah. year, and I was right. Yeah. And so he did have a huge year. I mean, you know, it's so obviously a huge year. Moved him all the way up to the number one pick, yeah. probably. Um, no, and so pick. there's I'm, no way there's not. I'm I'm. I'm curious to see how that plays out. I I don't know that I'm sold on Burrow. Maybe it's just my hate for LSU, but I don't know that I'm sold on Burrow. No, I uh, appreciate good athletic ability. I, I do think too, the kid's but got it. He he's got something. Now we'll see if it translates it to the will. NFL. So I mean, him or the Red Rocket? Who do you choose? Oh well, I mean that's an easy. I mean, that's come an easy on, choice. there you go. Yeah, I mean I'm talking about I mean, long term success. Dudes, if we're talking hairdos, <laughs> the Red Rocket wins. Well, that dude well, yeah. can pull his helmet off and his hair stays perfect under it no matter what. It right? Makes no sense. Yeah. Take a wig. I was trying to find this. They that's the that's move on to the second pick. No, this is what I want to see right here. So top so the so ESPN stats and info put out a deal player projections for first round quarterbacks and the the odds of them being Probo caliber. Who do you think they had number one to be Tua? Tua. Twenty three percent Probo caliber, sixty six percent consistent starter. Joe Burrow, number two on this list, fifteen percent Probo calendar, fifty seven percent consistent Champ. starter. So. I'm, we'll get to, to to Tua here in just a few minutes, or here in just a minute. I but. hated watching that kid go down, especially experiencing what he actually had happen. Right. That is not fun. Yeah, it's rough. I've had that exact same, well, not in the same way or same, you know, setup, but I've had that problem. So, it is uh, <laughs> it's not, not a fun, fun recovery. No. 
So interesting there. I mean, Jordan Love, Justin Aver round out the the top four of what they believe. Uh, top four quarterbacks as far as projections. This won't get out. Herbert or Hebert or whatever his name. A bear. A bear. A bear. So number two, they have Chase Young, defensive end, Ohio State, headed to the Washington also Redskins. Known as Predator. Yeah, I think Chase Young. Kid's a freak. Would should be the number one pick when you start thinking about needs and and what you know what a team's gonna what a guy's Seems long shelf needs like. a quarterback. They do need a quarterback, but I still think that Washington Chase Young Redskins is a guy. Washington Redskins have Dwayne Haskins. They need a quarterback too. So he <laughs> <laughs> just put Haskins back with Chase Young though. Oh lordy. So I like Chase Young a lot. I don't know how you can't like Chase nah, Young. He's he's, he's going to be special. I do think in this draft he's going to be one of those guys that that we're going to hear he's about there, for a Nick long Bosa. time. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he's he's going to be heard from for a long time. Detroit Lions, our good buddy Trent Talbert out there. He uh, he'd be he, he, they got the number three pick, Jeff, Jeff Akuda, cornerback out of the Ohio State. Yeah, that's two back to back picks. Yeah, so and then the what could have been at the four pick. Uh, this Thanks a lot, Bert. Saddens me. Thanks a lot, Bert. I don't know where to put you, so we're just not even going to offer you anything. But you'll be the number four pick in the NFL draft this year. Wait a minute, where did Bert end up? Is he with New York now? Isn't he with the Giants? Uh, I would still kick him in the shin. Oh, I got to look this up now. <laughs> this is going to bug hey, me. Why don't you just... If one of y'all know, let me know. But I swear, where, isn't that where he ended up? I'm going to look it up. Is it there, Detroit? Brett and Balama. Let's see. Balama. Let's see. Coaching. Yes, he is with the Giants. That's what I thought. No. <laughs> you talk about coming full circle, man. This is my plan all along, I swear. <laughs> if Isaiah Simmons ends up playing for Brett Bielema, could you imagine what Isaiah Simmons, what's the first thing, you, if you're Isaiah Simmons and you walk in that office and you see fat Bert sitting there and you're like, what's the first thing you say? I'd be like, hey, Bert. You're right. <laughs> like, hey, Bert. I told I told management I don't think we know where to put you. Maybe we should just put you on the street. That's what I'd say to yeah. him. Like, <laughs> something be like, uh, go, go we're serve not hot offer dogs. You a coaching contract. <laughs> go drink a bottle of whiskey. That's wild, man. If that ends up happening, dude, that's that's some crazy. No, Bird will probably be in our. Uh, I don't know where to put him on defense, so uh, I don't think we should draft him. I don't him. think we should draft him. What just is pass his pass on him? He's oh no way, and he's going to be the outside linebackers coach. This <laughs> gets even better. <laughs> Surprise! How does his big ass coach linebackers? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I think he was pretty fit when he was at, at, at Wisconsin. He was. Yeah, he was leaned out pretty early good on. Dude. Then he got. Then he. Then he met his wife and he got he's big. Built like me. <laughs> a, he's lost a little bit of weight since. I need so, to I lose a little bit of weight too. I'm looking like 900 pounds on camera. <laughs> so oh. at five, the Miami Dolphins. Tua T. Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Quarterback from Alabama. Obviously, we know the Alabama. issues. Hawaii. Yeah. Obviously, we know the issues in terms of no uh, injuries. So that kid will be fine. Yeah. I don't think he's that as... That injury is three to six months and, and back to ready to rock. Well, so what about the... Did you read much into the wrist stuff that came out? It's, let me see if there's It's a freak here. how it happened anyway. Like I said, you fall just... Literally had to fall just right for that to happen, of yeah, course. I mean, it is... You know, it is an injury in sports. It happens. Yeah. Um, Stranger things have happened than that. They got... located his left eyeball. I mean, That'd be rough. Pops out of socket. We put it back in and go play. <laughs> so they got they got Jordan Love, quarterback from Utah State. That's your kind of your low major guy that, that's showing up, non-power five guy. That's your Daniel Jones this yeah. year. Yes. 
Uh, everybody seems to be falling in love with him. And you think about, could you imagine? I mean, Justin Abair was was set to come out last year yeah, and, top, top and five. was a top five. And at yeah. this point, he's, I mean, I'm not seeing him. He's top ten. At, yeah, number nine to the Jaguars. Man, mm-hmm. how many quarterbacks the Jags going to go through? I don't know. Um, I'm going to get down here something. to. Going so, over, go over to be the London Jaguars. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down a couple here. Las Vegas Raiders, C.D. Lamb. I like that pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I like C.D. Lamb. He's a little bit bigger than what old Marquise Brown was a couple years, last year with uh, with Oklahoma. And the boy's got some pretty good hands on him, and he can run. So He'll look good running around in that new Roomba arena they got over there. Yeah, that's you see that? Bad. It looks like somebody, I don't know, somebody, was it, was was it, it Neighbors? Somebody here locally put on uh on twitter said said uh, does anybody notice go. this thing this thing looks like a Roomba vacuum like, yeah, from one that. side <laughs> but uh the other one henry ruggs the third to my niners i'm all about that that's pick a lot of speed. that's that's big time the niners need a receiver something something bad so i'm all about that one what was the kid that got out of south carolina last year starts with a d debo debo yep. yeah and actually Samuel. When you look at the wide receiver projections, they actually have Henry Ruggs rated the highest, forty-eight percent chance to become Pro Bowl caliber, eighty-nine percent chance to be because he can blow the, the top off the coverage. Yeah, I'm all about that. I think teaming him with Kittle and Jimmy G, and then Debo on the other side. Oh, that's a lot of speed. That's a lot of speed. Well, that, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. So they did. That hurts. That was, that was. I mean, that's a lot of age and experience out there. But I mean, if they pick up a Henry Ruggs, I think Judy will already be off the board by then. I think they had him at like, like seven or eight, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean. Are your Steelers not picking in the first round? No, we traded ours for Minka Fitzpatrick. That's right. Minka. That's right. Gotta love him. Also got the Niners taking. So, Miami got our pick. I think it's like the 18th pick. And guess who they're taking? Supposedly going to take another safety from Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm getting Xavier. Uh, oh, Xavier McKinney. Yeah. yeah. He was something else to watch, too, man. Yeah, he's, all, he's all, he lays a le- little bit of leather out there. It's going to go look at this second round. I can go ahead and tell you there are six. First round projected picks from the University of Alabama. Yeah, you were saying what was those? Those were some crazy. Fifteen total picks that are projected in the first thirty-two are SEC kids, and I think uh, was it maybe twenty-four of the top sixty-four off the top of my head that were first two rounds. Golly, Alabama's got seven of those in the first two rounds. That's wild, man. So a guy that you know, and this is all. This is kind of off the cuffs, off the cuff a little bit, cuff a little bit. But, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk aw- about where McTelvin Aguin may end up landing. So I haven't even gone that far down the board. I, well, but so here's the thing. It seems like as of, as of lately, he's started to get a lot of love and a lot of interest from teams. He could sneak in as high as the third round, I think. Really? Yeah. He's, he's had the most calls for meetings and for interviews with, other, with teams. He, he seems to be making the rounds more than anybody else. He is being looked at as a Pro Bowl caliber type three three technique guy, which good for him. Built up and coached up, he absolutely should be. The one yeah. thing that we could you imagine his speed and athleticism again. We talk about. Could you imagine had he played at the University of Alabama under the same coaching group, right. for four years? Yeah, absolutely. He probably would have left as a junior, without a doubt. Opinion. And so the he, kid's got it. I he mean, does. He's got the intangibles of what it needs. He's got the size. I mean, the quickness. I mean. Obviously, he's not as fast as he was in high school. Of course, he's 
I think, 35 pounds heavier than what he played high school ball at. Yeah, but still a three-technique guy that's going to run a sub-five. I mean, what did he run, a four? I don't remember what four, he ran, eight. four, eight, four, seven, somewhere in there. Um, I suppose they ran a four six forty in high school. But, I mean, a three-technique guy running that quick, that that's a lot of athleticism in the that's middle of your defensive line. That's a lot of meat. That that to me, there that could be huge in terms of of, of how or where he ends up landing because I think he's got a great opportunity to really step up um, and, and end up in that third round. I hope range. he does. So, I still want to see Scooter get drafted too, but I don't think it'll happen. I think he will. He 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 may be end up being like a flash six or seven guy. We'll O'Grady. see. Yeah, I think O'Grady. O'Grady will find a team somewhere guaranteed. Oh yeah. Cam Curl's another guy. We'll be interested to see where he lands. That's my dude, though. Seen him in the late round, so hopefully he gets his shot as well. So on to some weird and different stuff that we normally wouldn't. Uh, I just I got bored today and started looking through some different things. And so I found this interesting. And anybody that follows ESPN probably saw this story, or I think it made its rounds. But um, on Saturday, so we have nothing better to do right now sports-wise. Like betting-wise, everything is shut down. Everything, you know, you have no sports to bet Las on. Vegas hates us. And so we can't bet on anything except horse racing. So this guy at, I believe this was Gulfstream. I don't remember. One of those. I'll tell you in a minute when I get to the story. Can you find it? So I got the story here. He got, he, he won the early pick five. He bet 50 cents on a pick five, which means that he, of the 13 race program, he had to get the winner of the first five races correct. The winner. I've done that before. Just didn't plan him out that way. He turned 50 cents into $524,966.50. Plus tax. Fifth highest for a pick five in U.S. horse racing history and third highest for a non-jackpot. I turned $2.40 into about 100 one time. So the the winning horses for the first five races were the were number eight Freddie Soto, number four Union Lane, number one he's a babe, number three I'm not Enzo Express, and number six Lashara. Freddie Soto. Now this is what makes this so impressive. Obviously, why he won so much money. But Freddie Soto, is it like a hundred to one odds, seventy three to one odds, had beaten a total of five horses in his previous three races prior to Saturday's victory. Uh, must have had a bunch of slow horses out there. Number four, Union Lane had finished in front of 11 total horses in her previous seven races. <laughs> I mean, how much first. luck do you have to have to come across or to hit the, all of those? That man should take so, $500,000 and go buy $500,000 worth of lottery tickets. As long as he don't buy $500,000 worth of toilet paper, we're all good. Hey. I've got toilet paper. I'm not worried. I <laughs> too. We're fine. And I found paper towels the other day. We were actually starting to run low on those. Yeah. So, tonight, actually, oh, shoot, that's going on right now. I should turn that on. What did we miss? We're missing the uh, NBA <sighs> Horse Challenge. Oh, get yeah. a remote. It's up there. Well, I can't get it. I can't I'm, get I'm it either. Handicraft. It's way up there. Well, this is the bracket. And Can you put it on your computer? This is, yeah, we could probably. That's a lot of work, though. This is already going on, so our predictions may be wrong already. But we're going to try. So we're going to go through the quarterfinals quickly, here real quick. Quickly. Trey Young, Chauncey Billups, who you got? I'm taking Trey Young. Me too, Trey Young. Tamika Catchings, Mike Conley, who you got? I'm taking Mike Conley. I'm going to take Mike Conley too. I, initially, I was going with Tamika. I know, but I'm changing my mind. I'm going with Conley. Zach Levine or Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce. I'm taking Levine. Got to have the truth. Yeah, I'm taking Levine. Old man is taking it. Chris Paul or Allie Quigley? 
I'm going to take Allie Quigley. Man, you're killing me. I was going to throw Allie Quigley. Nope, I'm going to take Allie Quigley. In into, yes, I do. I want well, in that, that case, for just the sake of argument, I'll take Chris Paul. All right, fine. So, all right. So, that brings – so, for me, well, I guess really we're the same except for that one. So, Trey Young or Mike Conley? Trey Young. Okay. And now the finals – so, this, the quarterfinals will be played by the time you hear this, so we'll know. And then the semifinals and final will be Thursday night. Um, and basically, it's just a competition of horse where the players were live streamed from their homes on their personal courts by themselves taking shots. And then eat, the other person has to obviously answer it. You should know how horses played. If you don't, Google it. I'm not telling you. Um, <laughs> Zach Levine. Wait, I got it. So, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Levine or does quickly. some crazy dunks. Paul Pierce will lose. Yeah, well, so I'm so in my semifinal matchup, I got Levine and Quigley, and I'm going to take Allie Quigley to go to the final there. No, I'm going to take Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce or Chris Paul. Who you got? Take Paul Pierce, obviously, over Levine. Um, because I picked Allie Quigley and only picked Chris Paul for the sake of <laughs> argument, I've got to pick Paul Pierce. All right, so you got Paul Pierce and Trey, Trey Young, Young in the final. final. What you got? Trey. Trey Young. Trey. And I've Trey's got. Trey's a bad dude's a freak. I got Trey. And Allie Quigley. I was going to try to get over to Memphis when the Hawks played the Grizzlies yeah. just to watch Trey Young play. Yeah. The dude's a stud. Well, Vince Carter, too. So. Right. So, let's Old man see. didn't even get a proper out. He might come back for a 24th season. Man, them storms got here quick. We already got a severe thunderstorm warning. So, I'm going to take Trey Young to win the whole thing that. as well. No, not yet. Let me. I wonder what it looks like on the radar. Anyway. I'll drive in it. I'll be okay. <clears throat> oh, I hope so. I hope you can drive in it. It's not that bad, eh, other than the big hailstones that are going to go through your windshield. <laughs> we got liability. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, hey, but our friends at Arkansas Car Clinic can fix that windshield if it gets shattered. By, they can. By, uh, Mike's a good guy. That's right. They will take care I of it. I actually you. deal with him at Big Jake's from time to time. There's so. going to be some nasty wind out of these storms. Yeah, I'm going to go find a garage. All right, so we're going to wrap this thing up with Andy's fun little segment here. This week in sports history. You should do that with a Carl voice. It would have been so much better. Carl's voice? I can't even do it right <laughs> He now. didn't even practice it, so Ow. it's not there. <laughs> oh, this is no good. We start the week off on a sad note. Uh, the death of Dan Rooney, American sports team owner. If you don't know, the Rooney family owned the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, it's just his team. Kind of a sad day. Talking about so, sad day. Uh, earlier this week, or later this week, you'll see a, a birthday for... Uh, Charlie Hustle, also known as Pete Rose. Hey, hey. That's, that's the most hits in the Major League that's Baseball right. ever. That is on April 14th. April 15th, you have Jackie Robinson debuting with the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. That's uh, just a small bit of baseball history, if you ask me. Uh, being very sarcastic. Jackie there. Robinson Day, baby. Yes, it is. Uh, April 16th, 1940, first televised baseball game ever. Was uh, between the White Sox and the Cubs. We might I know have, you're a White Sox fan, so and we might have to wait till 2040 to see another live <laughs> televised baseball game. Yeah, um, we had a uh, another one in 1940. Uh, Bob Feller, and I'm pretty sure uh, he's a, kind of an Arkansas related person. I know I went to high school with a guy who was related to him, so okay. I'm not sure where Bob was, but he was kind of kin to him somehow. So he said, "Whatever." Uh, threw a no hitter on the first uh, on opening day against the Cubs. So, or against Chicago. Might have been the Cubs, might have been the White Sox. I don't know. <laughs> it was one of the Chicago. It, it's weird. When because, was that, 1940? That was probably the Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is the first televised baseball game was during the 16th, but it also said that the Indians threw a no-hitter against Chicago, which if that was the case, it would be American League, so that would make it the White Sox. Yeah. 
Makes sense? Yes. And uh, later on, that same day, 1947, uh, birthday of one Lou Alcindor. If you don't know who that is, he is who? I don't know. Oh, come I don't on. Know. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. God. <laughs> ruining my stuff, you jerk. I wanted you to feel smart. No. No? No. Okay. That all you got for this week in sports history? Man, there wasn't a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for a while just to come up with that stuff. And I was like, to oh, find, my God. We're going to have to find a sounder yeah. for this all week I in know sports is history. That one that we're pulling off of, he, he likes hockey and cricket a whole bunch. Yeah, we'll have to do some digging for some other stuff somewhere. Somewhere in there. Yeah, there's bound to be other stuff. But, you know. Oh, Is that the I right think one? That's, that's the right one. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, it's been fun. We've went down a lot of rabbit holes. Yes. I hope you enjoyed watching on YouTube. If you didn't, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Natural State Sports. Yeah. We have more content coming there. Find us on Twitter. There. Find us on Facebook. Yep. At Steve underscore NSS. At Red Thunder 501. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe this podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe to our pages. Come listen to the, the live feed show on Facebook on Friday night. That's right. Don't miss us. So Thursday night, give you a rundown of what you're looking at. Thursday at 7.30 will be episode two of the Sports Junkies. And then Friday night, Andy will make his live show debut on Natural State Sports with Zach at 7, I believe, 7 o'clock Friday night. It's going to get fun. So you're not going to want to miss it. I think they're going to have like food and we might have a few probably make Will mad and have lots of alcohol on set. I, I will do that on purpose. Um, and I'm going to wear a hat. Yep. So wearing a hat. Yep. Wearing a hat. So as you see as well, we have a few sponsors that we love to talk about. Of course, Big Jake's, Arkansas Car Clinic, uh, Argenta, Nutrition. Uh, Argenta Nutrition. You guys, if you know of or if you are the owner of a local small business, uh, restaurant, whatever, and you're impacted by this COVID-19, please let us know. Um, so that we and, and we will create some advertising for you if you're interested at no cost to you and run across all of our platforms. So I know we've got some fun stuff. We've got a up. lawn care business in the works for one called Grass Whooping Lawn Care. You should just use them name. just because of that. Yeah, just because Do you of need that your name. grass whooped, they will whoop it. I, right. That's I mean that's perfect all the way around. Somebody looking to get their grass whooped around here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's going to be grass it. Grass whooping. So make sure to like, share, subscribe, leave us some comments and feedback. Until next week, it's been fun. Woo pig. Woo pig.